for listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This episode of Breaking Down the Ring is brought to you by Chala Legal Group Estate Planning. Estate planning is for everyone. Whether you're worth $4,000 or $40 million, estate planning can help protect you, your family, and your assets while you're alive and well. To register for an upcoming workshop today, go to chalalegal.com slash workshops or call 586-273-7157. Again, that's chalalegal.com slash workshops or call 586-273-7157. What the fuck is up, everybody? It is Breaking Down the Rings last Wednesday ever. Ever. Nobody can hear your mic right now because I don't I don't open them up just yet. Nope. So <laughs> But we're we're gonna be here talking about a bunch of uh man, there's so much wrestling that's gonna be happening on broadcast TV the next couple of weeks. We're gonna talk about Raw, we're gonna talk about SmackDown, we're talking about NXT, just all the shit going on no mikey this week i'm gonna be hosting this shit and i got a bone to pick with pro wrestling scorecards but we'll talk about that we'll talk about that as we break the ring down you don't know what hard times are daddy the queen to the top oh yeah Hey, this is professional wrestler and professional podcaster Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is the Smoke Show, Scarlet Bordeaux. What's up, guys? Nathan Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to the art of wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to. And you're listening. And you're listening to. You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Bring it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Is my mom. Bam! Can I fucking talk now? All of them are on. Can I talk now? All right. So we're here tonight on our last Wednesday at Breaking Down the Ring. We're going to be moving. It's a ring crew. We got to introduce ourselves. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're going to talk about all that and more. We are your fucking ring crew. Z. Z. I am the one, the only, the smitey, almighty smitty. And I am the all Nike one. All Nike one? The small handed assassin, if you will. <laughs> I love it. We are the most inappropriate fucking pro wrestling podcast this side of Bailey's butthole. Which I would love to be in. Left or right? Whatever one's what side of it. You make the choice. It's up to you. I'll be in all of so. it. Um, it's a large area. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I do have a bone to pick with pro wrestling scorecards right now. Gee, what could it be? If anybody is uh, <laughs> watching the live stream right now, as you can see, a couple of our ring crew members are currently wearing 
red pro wrestling scorecards. Oh shit, we're matching. I didn't T-shirts. Know this out. T-shirts. Wait, hold on. Let's talk <laughs> about that really quickly. I ran outside, yep. changed my shirt, came in, he goes, oh, you got one too, and he just realizes that we're wearing the same fucking shirt? No, 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 no. No, no. He, oh, goes, he, yeah, does yeah. It. he goes, oh my God, yeah. just, so we yeah. match. Uh, I, 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 so when he, way when he ran out, to show up. Can't even blame it on being colorblind, because we'd still be wearing the same color shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we both have green shirts on. Uh, I know, when he, when he ran out, I thought there was something, like, we had this conversation before we went on air. So, okay. So let me let me explain here. So Pro Wrestling Scorecards, we love these guys. Go to ProWrestlingScorecards.com. You can check them on their Patreon and their Facebook. They do basically fantasy football for wrestling. They You can blah, blah, blah. You've heard about it. If you listen to the fucking show, you know who they are. So anyway, so we go to StarCast. These guys are there. You got Daniel and his girl, who I'm actually his not going to name because it was probably her fault. Um, wow, blaming it on the no name girl. Yeah, uh, are we Crispin wanting her? We're Crispin wanting her right well, now. Well, we we have a rivalry going, her and I. So really, yeah, with the scorecards. Oh yeah, but you see, beat her already. I was you say, beat, see yeah. when you Chris when, Brown when me already. and when me and no name we face off. Mm-hmm. I won, so I didn't really have to pick yeah. a battle with her. I did too. Both yeah. times. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm keeping it going. Oh okay, that's, um, a, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got to pick you on Chris the girl. Brown already. That's just what I do. <laughs> Um, so apparently everybody on the podcast got a t-shirt from Pro Wrestling Scorecards, but as you can see, I'm not wearing one. Well, just because you're not wearing one doesn't mean you don't have one. I didn't get one. You want me to tell you why you didn't get one? Because I wasn't there. Correct. Fuck <clears throat> You weren't. Um, Daniel actually meant to come back and get your shirt size. And one of two things I think happened. Either mm-hmm. A, I took the last 2X. Mm-hmm. Or B, he just forgot about you. So did they have enough to go around? Um, I I don't know because he literally, like me and Smitty and Joe were sitting at the table. Yeah. And he walked up to us and asked us our shirt sizes. It was either him or Mikey. Yeah. He asked me and Mikey because Mikey, they were like, uh, we got X amount of two XLs, X amount of XLs, one large, and Joe got the last large. Okay. Yeah. So they did kind of, I don't. I, I want to see you and Mikey were off doing interviews Maybe. when it happened. That's me. You Yes, it was because you and Mikey were out doing interviews. It was me, you, and Joe at the booth. Yeah. So it wasn't Sunday. It was, no, it wasn't it was, Sunday. No, it was, it was Saturday. It okay. was like late Saturday before um, everything And also, I, you know, it might be my fault because I might have taken the last two hours. <laughs> but say they had, All say right, they, that's our show, guys. We'll <laughs> see you in a couple weeks on Sunday. <laughs> Yo, it's really not a big deal. I just love giving people shit. But it's really cool of them that they did give you guys shirts. And you know what? I will go above and beyond, and I will actually go to Pro Wrestling Tees and order myself a shirt. Jesus, I'm reading my shirts, man. I love the I love the wolf pack. I I love the them. I love the mystery shirt. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not trying to plug Pro Wrestling uh, Tees right yeah. now. But the uh, the mystery seven ninety nine t shirt well worth the spend every time. I did it. I got a really cool New Japan shirt. I got a really cool. Uh, British Bulldog shirt, but it nice. looks like an old school boxing shirt. Nice. So, it's, so it's pretty cool. Oi. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I say British Bulldog. He does the Yokozuna. And I said, Banzai was for him when he said New Japan shirt. So, at any rate, we're here. This is our last Wednesday. It's bittersweet at Podcast Detroit. It is not. I am so happy to not be doing this Dude, on I Wednesdays too. anymore. <laughs> I, I told Tracy when I, before I left, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I don't have to fucking leave on Wednesday nights anymore. Right. I, I can get up Saturday or Sunday morning, do this, and 
then be on with my day. Has to be at home before the first quarter of the Lions game ends. The other thing about Wednesday, yeah. I thought it was really convenient because I work in the bar industry, just like Mikey and, and who's pretty much one of the guys that kind of comes and does most of the stuff and makes yep. all this stuff. Well, and I understand Wednesday be a convenient time. Well, yeah, was, for for your guys' schedule, your your guys' Wednesdays like mine and Nick's Sunday. Fuck your yeah. nine to five, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, fuck my, your nine to five, nigga. You, you know damn well this shit ain't always nine to five. So, I mean, we are moving to Sunday mornings starting October sixth, eleven to one. Eleven right? to one. You can catch us same place we've always been, Studio One. Same bet time, different bet to, channel. You're going to be able to download it on Google Podcasts, iTunes, wherever the hell you get your podcasts. We're almost on Spotify. We're not there yet, but we're going to be there soon. Um, and that starts October 6th. So next week we won't have a show. So you can catch us for our big show, the 6th. That's the same night as Hell in a Cell. We're going to make our picks. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's such a long day. That is a long day. And you know why it's a long day? That leads us to my next point. That night, we'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings at 6 o'clock for the Breaking Down the Ring Hell in a Cell pay-per-view event extravaganza. Super happy fun time. Coca-Cola USA number one. Did you just R-Truth our fucking viewing party? I sure did. Goddamn right. It's awesome. Smitty versus Z in a ladder match for the uh, something. Um, but yeah, we'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings downtown we'll Detroit that. That, that night, <laughs> the night of our first episode. After we're done here, the we'll, morning. No, well, after we're done here, we'll uh. go downtown Detroit and have a fucking ball for that pay per view event. Come downtown, no cover. Order some food, hang out with us. It's gonna oh, be awesome. Are the Lions home that day? They are not. They're actually no, they're off. Oh, perfect. First by week. Sweet. Yep. What do you mean first by? It's only by week. Oh well, yeah. Sorry. Well, no, they they uh they normally get a lot of bye weeks after week seventeen. That's right. It's like bye week, bye week, bye week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, first thing I want to talk about, we actually don't have to talk about it a whole lot because we kind of did last week. Wait, Smitty has a question. By the way, good game to you, Nick. <laughs> Our fantasy football, Smitty, suck a dick. Hey, look, you guys are wearing matching t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Smitty did come back and win this uh, week in fantasy football against me. So. No, he didn't. Smitty's meat's loss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you're what getting the, Smitty's meat's meat. Motherfucker. How about that? The rapists or whatever his name is. It's they, a they, different rape yeah. theme every week. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's a rape theme, period. <laughs> what was it uh, last week? The rapes of wrath. <laughs> Tonight only on Smitty'sMeats.com. Use the code word rape for 20% off. Um, uh, rape Kool Aid. <laughs> there goes all our viewers. <laughs> they are just all. dropping like <laughs> flies right now. Yep. Yep. Um, we had eight. Now there's one. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Appreciate that. Uh, if you, Allison, I know you're watching and listening. <laughs> I know you'll spread the word. Um. So check this out. So let's let's talk about NXT from last week. We did talk a little bit about the first hour with Roderick Strong winning the U.S., uh, excuse me, the North, North American America. Championship. That second hour was pretty solid, too. That second hour was pretty good. I oh, watched God. it this weekend. Um, Walter coming out. Yeah, yeah, that was right at the beginning of the second hour. Where yeah. uh, I don't know who was in the ring. I've never it was heard a, of it. It was Imperium? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about, okay, I'm talking about the guy. That came to the ring to have a match. He was wearing like MC Hammer. Coke oh yeah, no, the Jabba. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what I his name was. Nope. 
But then all of a sudden, Alexander Wolf, two guys I've never seen. Come, yes, you have. Or I've no, I've never, I've never seen Archer in person. I've only heard about him. And who is the other guy? So you have Fabian Archer and um, fuck now I'm blanking on his name. I'm drinking. It's Fabian Archer, Alexander Wolf, and um, fuck, I know his name. So I'm the tip of my tongue. Either way, like three big motherfuckers, too. Yeah. And then they Walter's keep- music hits, and then he does his little intro into Weird Imperium and whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, some bullshit, some dude. Some- <clears throat> and then out here. comes fucking Kushida, Marty McFly, to save the day. That's his gimmick, by the way. I, that's, I know. That's the gimmick they give him NXT, but it was not complete the, the complete gimmick in New Japan. Um, speaking of Kushida, apparently on tonight's NXT, um, Walter is going to be challenging Kushida to find two partners for a six-man three tag match. It was, I thought it was eight. I I saw six. <clears throat> All right, it was Imperium versus Kushida and three ta- and three mystery partners. Okay, so eight man. Yeah, but this leads me to a, pretty a, strong style. A que- That's thing I thought. A question about uh, is this how they're going to fill that two-hour slot? Like, bring some of the guys from UK in, you think, and make the UK title a, a permanent title on NXT TV? I wouldn't well, be surprised. That gives them another title to throw on the air. and I mean, and it gives the UK guys some exposure. And people are really high on that UK brand right now. Uh, so. I, 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 I mean, say, I've from what I've seen, I've liked. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't turn it on a whole bit, but when they do their takeovers and stuff, I definitely give it a yeah, watch. For sure. I, I'm a 50-50 thing on that. I think... They're going to use this platform on the USA Network to promote the UK brand just so you can get more eyes on there. But the UK guys didn't come out until the second hour that wasn't on USA. Wasn't right. it? Once again. But also, this is one of those things like, okay, with NXT being on the USA Network, using that second hour where usually it's always nxt guys what are you well normally there's not a second hour so i mean you got to fill it somehow right yeah but nxt also has a roster which is filled with guys that are not used on a regular right but that's the problem they're not uh what i don't but maybe this is a way they can use the the uk yeah they're like the main like the mainstream uk guys you bring up like the people that people know already you bring up to be like, oh hey, okay. he's over here now. Like I want to watch. You know right. what I mean? It's a way to draw people in. Okay, so do you know what the what the two things that were were uh, advertised for this week's NXT on live television were? Other than the word rate being twenty percent off, <laughs> was it Le- was it Leo Rush? Yeah. Uh, no. So I'm- the two the two things that were advertised for um, NXT's live television on USA, the one thing that was advertised was. Uh, Killian Dane and Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle street, fight. street fight. Yep, winner gets a, a shot at Adam Cole. A future, second a thing, future shot. It doesn't necessarily mean yes. it'll be right away. But um, the second thing that was advertised, which was not given as much advertisement, is Dominic Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee three. I thought didn't they? <clears throat> I yeah okay so the street fight is supposed to headline the first hour and then I think. Um, nope, Kushida, uh, Kushida, and his and mystery partners versus Walter and Imperium is supposed to be headlining. Is headlining the the televised? No, they're they're televising the NXT part. Yeah, but what I'm saying is okay. So the first hour is on USA. Mm-hmm. So just like last week, like 
to end the first hour, you had the title match. That was your main event of the first hour. Kind of like the kind of like old school Monday Nitro, where like the first hour was the cruiserweights, and then the end of the first hour was like the main event for the cruiserweights, and then the second hour they did like the mid card, and then you'd have like a mid card main event at the end of the th- second hour. Then you have your your main guys for the end of the. third I would hour. imagine it was Riddle and and uh, because that's the one they've no, been no, advertising. Yeah. So no, that's going to be right. on TV, yeah, for sure. Because and then get those guys and then Keith Lee and Dominic Djokovic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were probably like the women's fatal four way last week, yeah, where they opened it up. They were also promoting Dakota Kai's return tonight too. So, but I, I saw that a couple times. I did now, I saw it twice, and yeah. I really wanted to see that. Yeah. I mean, you have to kind of space both those matches out because the Killian Day Matt Riddle street fight is going to essentially be the same kind of match you're going to get out of Dijak and uh, Keith Lee. It's just going to be a hard hitting Dijakovic, right? I call him Dijak. It's easier. I like it. Sounds like a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> Dijak, <laughs> Dijak off. Um, so that will be happening tonight. If you've watched NXT. Maybe comment on the video. Tell us what's happening in that first hour, what's happening right now in the network. Uh, speaking of the network, they did have some problems last week that a lot of people were commenting on online. Not really a shocker. I mean, you're having everybody watch it on USA, and then boom, everybody transition over to you are overload the, a server. Yeah, you're going to overload it. And I mean, come on, I, I, I guess WWE should have expected that, but you know, but a lot of people miss 45 minutes of the whole. But thing. now that doesn't make sense to me. Because your server should already be built to where all these people watch your pay per views on 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 the Sundays, right? So and I can't I can't imagine as many people flipped over to watch NXT as would say like Hell in the Cell or Clash of Champions or WrestleMania. So why now? True, yeah, they should have expected the huge turnover. They should have been prepared that are, for that. Yeah, right. It should have been prepared, 100%. But I've been seeing people having problems with the network as a whole ever since they transitioned to this new format. Oh, I hate the new format. Yeah, it's... It, I, See, so Mikey likes it. He okay. Was, I wasn't here last week, so... I, uh... He did make mention of it last week. I like... I like the look of the new platform. Yeah. I don't like the navigation of the new platform. It was easier to navigate on the old platform. Expe- I would agree. Especially with like previous watched or, you know, like now, the, and maybe there is a section, but I haven't seen it. There's no like continue watching session right. section on the new platform, or at least there wasn't on the first update. And it really screwed me up because I always like, I'll start a pay-per-view watch about an hour of it and then i'll go back to it yeah but now i have to like literally like go in type in the pay-per-view and it'll <clears throat> when i go back to it or search it it'll start me from where i left off but i can't just go right to it anymore right and one thing i didn't like about it um right now is that i did get an error during the last pay-per-view um i just went to watch it i mean i started watching it at like almost ten thirty at night and i Click play, and it wouldn't play. I had to restart the whole app after five minutes of me trying to get it to work to actually for it to work. Um, and then another thing is that I noticed, and I haven't gone through too many pay-per-views, but on the old platform, you could skip to the beginning of a match and skip to the end of a match. Oh, the little dots. Yeah. little dots, yeah. Unless there's a Chris Benoit match, and then there's no dots. Or Hulk Hogan. Right. Like, oh, hey. No, that's back on the network. Or it was before 
they switch platforms. But yeah, that was my favorite too. Well, now hold on. On the new platform, you can do that, but mm-hmm. instead of dots, it's um it'll list like little you know how like if you're watching YouTube, it lists like all the videos under it. Yeah. It'll list like skip to this match, skip to uh, that match, and you can click on those and it'll jump you forward. But I like the old style better where it's like the start of this match, the finish of it. And then it would start his promo. Then it would give you the last five minutes of the match and then go into whatever. So there's some things that they do need to work on. Maybe eventually they'll kind of work out the bugs and they'll listen to feedback because WWE always listens to people's feedback. Um, Except except when it comes to the shows. Yeah. So um, moving on from, from that. So, Next point. I think we could talk about, since SmackDown was on last night, we can lead into SmackDown's results from last night. I thought SmackDown was a solid show last night. Um, it was all right. It had its moments. Solid. Not um, good, not bad. I, I, I want to talk about Kevin Owens. We'll talk right about Kevin Owens and, and Shane McMahon. So Kevin Owens last week. Ended up serving Shane McMahon some paperwork that he wants to file a lawsuit for unlawful un- termination. Unlawful termination. $25 million lawsuit. Um, he was in the crowd. All that good stuff happened. So this week, Shane McMahon gets his team of lawyers, comes out to the ring and says, bring Kevin Owens out here. Kevin Owens comes out from the crowd, and even though he's fired, he had his entrance music playing. No, Shane told him to play the music. I, I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah, Shane, Shane, Shane was like, all right, come out here, Kevin. I'll even play your music yeah. for you. Okay. So Kevin Owens comes out to the ring, and Shane makes him an offer. You know, if you decide to drop the lawsuit, then I'll go ahead and I'll wipe the slate clean. There's no or reinstate. You know, fine, fine, no none of that. Kevin Owens calls him an idiot. Challenges him to a basically a win or go home ladder match. If Kevin Owens wins, Shane McMahon leaves WWE. Vice versa, Shane wins. Kevin Owens fucks off, and he goes. Leaves. Um, are you guys sick of this at all? Z? Yep. Yeah. Uh, my first thought was before they announced it was going to be a ladder match when he was like, I got a better offer for you. Me and you one last time. And I was like, you already did. You did Hell in the Cell. What was it, last year? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two, two years ago. Two years, years ago. ago. And, that's and, where we were at. Yeah, and that's when Sammy pulled him off the table and whatever. Sammy made his heel turn. Um. <clears throat> So they've already done the Hell in a Cell thing. They've done all the other matches. I liked where this storyline was going when <clears throat> it was Kevin Owens just beating up Shane McMahon and randomly stunning Shane McMahon. Like, awesome. That was McMahon. cool. It would like that would get old and boring too, but it was I mean, it was still kind of cool. Whereas Kevin Owens kind of looks like a little bitch right now. A little bit. Um, I mean, I get it. Like for storyline purposes, I understand why. But like, even like him getting beat up from behind by Shane McMahon, like he said it himself. Shane doesn't belong in this ring. So how did Shane take you out? <laughs> um, so like you know that throws me off. But the Kevin Owens in his indie career, when he was Kevin Steen, he excelled in ladder matches. So even though I am sick of this. I truly hope this is the end, and I kind of like like to see what kind of freedoms they give him in the ladder match. I like that, but, too, and I like a good ladder match. Smitty, what, what do you think? Uh, I 
I was not as upset about it as he is because I feel like this is going to be the end. The end. I've been sick of this whole Shane McMahon on television thing for a long time now. All right, but if it's, this is the out, yeah, but then oh no, Kevin's got to win. Right, but what if Kevin loses? Even if Kevin wins, it makes no you don't sense. you don't think Shane's gonna like have some kind of repercussion? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is this really the end of it? No, this is this is, has to be the end. It literally does. It has to be the end of Shaming Man on television. It has to be the end of this feud. It has to be just the end. Because if it if it, if anything goes any further, you've killed any and everything you've done with this whole feud. The build up, everything is just for night. Well, and I think a lot of people. I, I brought up a point before. You have heels like Baron Corbin that. I fucking hate him, but I don't mind seeing him on TV because he's a great heel. But Shane McMahon, I want to turn the fucking TV off because I'm so sick and tired of seeing him. And not because I hate him, but just because I'm so tired of it. It's, it's He does not need to be like no. Kevin Owens whole promo Even going the, into all of this. The locker room. You feels don't the same way. need to be on television. Right. I'm not tired of seeing Shane on TV. I'm tired of them putting Shane in the same feud with a different wrestler. Like him and the Miz was the same thing. Yeah. I um, see that. He yeah. gets a couple cronies. You know what I mean? Like it it's the same shit we've been seeing for years, but that's part of the problem with Shane is you can't really do too much else with Shane. True. So like Shane either has to play this role or not be on TV. Right. So I was initially Upset with the whole Shane Miz feud with him going over and Miz not getting his comeuppets. But comeuppets? Yes, I come said comeuppets. Comeuppet babies. Comeuppet babies, yeah. So with the whole thing with him and uh, Kevin, it's like this is where I say it has to end. If it ends completely, I'm okay with everything with the Miz. I'm okay with everything here. But this literally has to be end of Shaming Matt. If you pull it on to anyone else or drag it on any longer, fuck it. You just nothing. Shaming man is just the shaming man is like Stephanie, where Stephanie will hit or do whatever she can with any guy, but no, there's no repercussions. Whatever happens with her, because she's a McMahon. Yeah. Fuck it. You need to give a McMahon a consequence. Mm, but do you? I mean, that's it. But for all the reasons you're sick and you hate them, is what makes them good heels. But the problem is sometimes you have to take them off TV for a while. Like Stephanie's been off TV for a while. Yep. So when Stephanie comes back, she'll get a little bit of a pop. She can do her little two-faced little thing with some new superstar, and it's cool, but then she'll go away again. Mm-hmm. Shane has just overstayed his welcome. Um, and, and not saying that he's not welcome, but in the position he's in right now, like and it, and it really makes no sense because they kind of like 86 to 30 figures on TV. Right. So why is Shane like an authority figure? Yeah. Like to, to the extent where, see, I was thinking the way this feud would go is he'd fire Kevin Owens. And then eventually like Vince would come out and be like, no, you're dumb. You're fired. Uh-huh. You know, like that, that's the way I saw it going as far as ladder match and whatever. I mean, Shane likes to jump off a tall thing. So yeah, and then Kevin, be, like you said, Kevin Owen excels in ladder matches. You seen if you watch any ROH back in, uh, but uh, a lot of the moves he used to do in ladder matches, like his uh, package pile driver, that used to be his finisher. He right? can't do it yeah. anymore. So 
Well, you know, Kevin's going to carry a lot of that match. I mean, Shane's just, there's no well, see, way it's a Shane McMahon that. match. A lot of people carry yeah. Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, so he's like Jesus crucifix. And now that is scheduled for uh, for next week's Fox that was announced today. The Fox premiere episode. We'll we'll talk about that more in a minute. But uh, more about last night's SmackDown. Um, big waste of time match for me. The New Day taking on the B um, team. The B team, fucking giant waste of time. I don't know what the hell they're doing with the B team. I don't really fucking care. At this point. Uh, I think that was more so a thing to get commentary over. Like, oh, so with the draft coming up the week after our new SmackDown, yeah. the New Day um, may get broken. The B team may get broken up. Yeah, but the New Days or the New Day, the B team's your established jobber. Yes. So they're like you know local jobber. They're like a step up from them, but at any point in time, they can win a match. They were tag team champions at yeah. one point. So, I mean, I don't really care what they do with the B team. Yeah. Both of them seem happy where they're at. Honestly, mm-hmm. another spot on SmackDown, I really like when they went, when the commentary went over, I'm like, these things can be broken up. What team I need, need these needs to be broken up? My favorite. The Warriors. My favorite yes. thing about SmackDown was George Kittle. <laughs> fucking photo bombing every time they would cut to the commentary. Yeah. He'd be in the back like waving like this. Uh-huh. I <clears throat> I stopped it a bunch of times and made Allie watch it and she started cracking up because he was like making faces and shit. After the New Day match they jumped out. That's that's what brought that's what brought that up. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that was um I, I love seeing celebrities in the crowd. I, I love when I see the impractical jokers. They I see them and they dude, those fucking guys are nuts for wrestling. And you could and you could tell that like George Kettle was He's an actual fan. fan. Like oh, all yeah. the other guys sat down, George Kettle got up, was He's up there like, New yeah. Day. Yeah. 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 He's over the hips wheeling like, He's got his rock t shirt on <laughs> from ninety six and everything. <laughs> um Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan are going to tag team. Against the artists, formerly known as the Bludgeon Brothers, um, at Hell in a Cell, that match was made official. Is Daniel Bryan a baby face again? Not he yet. has to be. Not yet. Not, a, not yet. Not but officially. Yeah. Not yet, but he has to be because if you do, if you do pull this swerve, I hope they are not trying to pull to where Bryan's pulling the strings. You've killed everything you try to do with Rowan. Where where who's pulling the strings? If Brian's pulling the strings behind behind Rowan and um Harper, you've killed everything you tried to do with Rowan at this point to make him a single superstar. Yeah, I think they already pulled some of the rug under him by putting Harper back with him. Can I ask you guys a question about that match? Sure. So there's a spot in that match where Daniel's on the apron. Oh, the the finish, the botch finish. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. So he picks him up. From the you know from the apron and goes over the rope, and when you see him fall, you're like you're supposed to land like in between your shoulders, and he lands like on the back of his neck, and then his foot gets caught in the ropes. And I like re- oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I rewatched this like two or three times because I was trying to figure out like if it was uh, a fuck up or if it was on purpose because it looks like when he's getting picked up, it does look like Rowan struggles, which made me think it was a botch. But it does look like Daniel like hooks his leg <coughs> around the rope. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is he the thing the thing that made me think it wasn't is it looked like they were about to break his ankle trying to get him out of that rope. Like yeah. they were about to have to take his boot off. <laughs> yeah. It was a botch finish. And I was like, normally when that happens, like they 
they plan it like you can kind of telegraph it when you see it's about to happen because uh, they'll do like one of these and they can easily just get right back out. But no, his foot was like stuck. Yeah, it kind of. I thought Rowan was trying to get it out at first. Like it seemed like no, they all were trying to get it out. Yeah, when it first happened, he was trying to get it out. But so this is what made me think Daniel's hurt after too. Did you see the part where Luke Harper goes to like get Daniel Bryan up? He lays him right back, and down, then he lays him right him. back down, and he like goes on him. Like yeah. they had a conversation, then he went out to the outside of the ring instead yeah. of like like they had a different plan and plans changed. Like I was like. Don't tell me this motherfucker's got to retire again because he just yeah. landed on his head. Yeah. Oh no, it was an ankle. If anything, it's a sprained ankle. And it's like, yeah, well, that, that, I, that I, or I, Harper forgot, and Daniel was like, "Okay, like go out of the outside of the ring, and then Roman's music's gonna hit." So go, go, go. So yeah, so uh, that match actually was really good until a botch finish. I thought the match was really good until a botch finish, and I don't really care. That they put Luke Harper back with Rowan. I just care that Luke Harper is back on TV and they're not making him look weak. Right. Uh, no, I think, like, if you, like, honestly, those guys have been together for so long, putting them back together when you're trying to establish Rowan as a singles guy. Who says they're trying? They're just trying to establish Rowan, period. Who cares if he's in a tag team? We need more tag teams right now. Uh, what are, what are you going to do? Put Rowan in what title picture right now? None. Honestly, you don't need to put him in a picture at this point. Just build him up as the monster you want so to build him up as. why can't you build him up as a tag team competitor? That's like, that's old school booking style. All right, dude's a good fucking tag team competitor. Now he turns on his tag team partner or the tag team partner turns on him. Then he goes on a singles run like Bret Hart did it. Shawn Michaels did it. Like it used to be the formula. Yep. So why not go back to that? Like, okay, Rowan's a big guy and turns out he can actually fucking talk. Honestly, Honestly, what I was more impressed with his damn promo than anything else. It's this about week. time, you know. It's about time that we see him get on the mic, and he's very natural, very fluid. Even he's though some of his promo didn't make sense, he's not a very good wrestler, though. No, no. I he, he does. He does. I think he does too much in the ring. Like you're, you're, you're huge. You don't need to be doing like that. That uh, like splash thing he does. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with that because, like, honestly, big men people expect more out of big men now because of the way the the way that wrestling is not just in WWE, just around the board. Well, he's definitely a powerhouse, but he doesn't have, you know, Braun Strowman. I he, mean, while he's not the most athletic, but he is a very athletic big dude. Rowan isn't quite at that level, you know. But this, my whole point is like they expect athleticism out of big guys still now. Yeah, I mean you're not gonna get Drew McIntyre, that's for sure. Oh right, no, and I'm just saying that. <clears throat> I'm not saying that it's bad. It just some of the stuff he does in the ring just doesn't look right. Yeah, it's a little like kind of little sloppy. unorthodox. Yeah, I think hell, right most of the shit Cena does in the ring is not unorthodox. Right, right, but that doesn't mean Cena. Like everyone says, John Cena can't wrestle, and Chris used to hammer this point home. Just because he does stuff that looks weird and has an unorthodox style doesn't mean he can't wrestle. It just means he wrestles differently, and it looks it doesn't look like something you're used to. Seeing. You know, you just proved my point, right, with the whole Roman thing, right? What thing? What point about the athleticism? Just because it looks unorthodox doesn't mean it doesn't work. Oh, that, but I, that's what I was saying. Like, I'm not saying he's a, a bad wrestler. I'm just saying it looks funny. Yeah, he's a little clunky. Um, so moving forward, actually moving backwards. Oh, was like, can we talk, about, we talk about the Bukaki Warriors? Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> the Bukaki Warriors, I agree with Smitty. That should have never happened in the first place. I think that happened because they wanted to keep those women in a relevant place with Paige's neck surgery. Yeah. They just kind of got lost in the shuffle. I can see that. But, man, they really put the kabuki kibosh on fucking Asuka. Because she went when She hasn't done shit yet. Both of them. They were up here and then just slowly started tapering off and then hit, no pun intended, rock fucking bottom. And now, and like, I love both of them. Yeah, I now they come out and they're fucking losing to. They won actually to Harlem one. Heat. No, no, they, they won. They beat. Oh, did fi- they win? They, they beat Fire and Desire. Yeah, because yeah. uh, there was Carrie, Carrie that, Sane hit the insane elbow. Uh, so pretty much, Mandy Rose took a code breaker, and then Kyrie hit that insane elbow, and for the one, two, three. Yep. I got to admit, I rushed through SmackDown tonight before we got here. So. I was gonna say I even skipped that match, but I didn't yeah. finish. I, I, I watched. But I, I watched all the SmackDown. I've kind of clip noted Raw though. Um, so with Raw, this past week Monday, going backwards, was the season finale of Raw. And can I just say, I feel like I've heard them toss around the term season finale, season premiere before. Oh no, because but they're doing what? But they're doing it now because uh, no, it's you're, you're the premiere, thing. you're debuting on A SmackDown, SmackDown, so. The, okay, at some point, like when you're when you're watching WWE on Hulu or even um, any other anything that's not any the platform network, is not it USA. will say like season twenty, yeah, season twenty one, whatever. So okay, cool. We'll call it right here. This will be our new season. Normally, the season premiere is like the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, like WrestleMania is your year end thing, and then start building to the next Mania. But Raw. But, why not do it now? Like we're gonna premiere on Fox, so fuck it. Raw's gonna premiere, and hopefully, with the season premiere, we get the difference. Yeah, you know what I mean, like a different setup, a different this, a yep. different that. Like we're premiering, so everything's gonna be brand new. I almost guarantee they're gonna lead in with a new entrance song and video package, since bo- all these superstars can't be on both shows. Right, and well, and that's the idea is that. Um, the reports are saying that we're going to start seeing changes to Raw and SmackDown, the look, the feel, the stage yep. for both shows. But do you know why that is? Because you can't stop. You can't treat SmackDown like the B show now. Right. Because they're on Fox now. They're on a different network. They need a different feel. They need a different look. You can't. like, And that's one of the things I'm skeptical about NXT being on USA Network. Because you can't treat SmackDown like that B show anymore. Where's that B show going to? Yeah. That B show feel going to. Well, yeah, NXT. And it, NXT's but, been the B show, and they prove they're better than the A show. But yeah, and that's the thing. I think. But that once again, they don't. They never. They never had that platform of the USA Network and being live week after week. Okay, okay, but we saw them live last week, and again live this week. And the only changes they've made is they've widened around the ring and put the announce table by there. That's it. Everything else is the same. Once again, this is also weeks one and two of a new introduced thing. I'm just saying. They're trying to keep it as NXT as possible. Okay. Let's see how far they go. Like, let's say a month or two into this whole Wednesday Night War. Okay. And that's when I'll be like, okay. NXT is still NXT. I think that the NXT thing is... I, I, I just get this different vibe 
From well, that's when, what you're supposed to get. Well, at when this you point. had SmackDown against Raw, you had A Show versus B Show. But now there's so many shows and so much overexposure. A Show, B Show, C Show, we'll, D Show. We'll e talk show. about the overexposure in a bit, but I don't feel like NXT is a B Show. I just feel like it's another. I feel like WWE will treat so it like, like a B Show. You got the USA <clears> Network. I hope they don't. So the way I I look at it is you have Division One college football. NXT is Division Two, like still just as good, but not quite at Division One level. <laughs> NXT is always better, or maybe world. like Big Ten and Big Twelve and the Mountain West. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> it's a bad. I mean, it, it's actually a good scenario because just like there's 186 wrestling shows out now, there's a hundred yeah. and some odd fucking schools, right? Um, so. and well, raw, you know, we're talking about the look and the feel and the way they're changing things up. Um, they kind of teased a new logo. This oh, no, week. that's not a tease. That's a new logo. I mean, that's, it was nice. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. It was kind of like so a little bit much, of an arrow kind of. Instead of a straight line a across bit. the bottom of raw, it's like a mm -hmm. downwards, even arrow. Some of the graphics oh. for some of the matches were a little different and. Not what we're used to seeing. So SmackDown too, because they yeah. kind of flaunted that new Fox logo. One, and it was reported too that it's going to be called WWE Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah, it's not just SmackDown. So, um, but for Raw, I mean, for me, I thought it was a it was a pretty decent show. Um, the Fiend at the end with you had the main event Seth versus Braun Strowman, um, in a rematch, just kind of like a grudge match. Um, Braun wins the title, right? No, it was a grudge match. Or, or no, not Braun. Bray wins the title, right? Like he has to. Yeah, that that's the idea. Uh, that's kind of how I this feel. Is, you got no. You have to do at this point. Well, especially too. Okay, so Bray has been on the Firefly Funhouse posting these pictures of all these, you know, Legends that he's taken down. Guys, and now yeah. he can add Braun Strowman to that because he gave him. That's the gonna be that black, black yeah. uh, picture that he hung right. up. And Seth is curled up in the corner, scared Dear. shitless. <laughs> yeah. So, so the only way Seth wins is like the Undertaker interferes, setting up their match at WrestleMania. Could be. You got more time to do that. I don't think this is not this is not the point where you do it. I think Undertaker costs Bray the title. Well, what better that. place than fucking Hell in the Cell to bring back the Undertaker? Survivor Series where he debuted. I, but in what kind of match? Just a regular old match? Have the Undertaker come out? Like, no, it'd be better. He comes up from the bottom so, of the ring and so, so. so lately they've been building Survivor Series like bragging rights. WWE Champion versus Universal Champion, IC Champion versus US Champion. Why not cost him in, the in a match that doesn't cost him anything? Well, speaking of that, uh, somebody on our Facebook, Mike Garcia, says that Breaking news, huge spoiler, Undertaker's come back next Friday on SmackDown to face Kofi for the title. Okay, are you smoking crack, nigga? <laughs> it's already been announced that it's Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston right, right, for the right, WWE right. Championship. Put the crack pipe down. Um, but, you know, I think back to the, to the Fiend thing, There, we talked about it last week, that there's no way that they're not gonna put the title on him at this point no he keeps feeding little demon vince money so yeah. it's gotta and did you see that now you can buy those puppets 
Can you? you yeah, can the puppets. No, they're puppet. on. They're on shop now. Yep, you can buy all three puppets. Rambling Rabbit. Buy the Ooh. mask, which looks nothing like the one that he wears. Um, and they've got a couple shirts too. The shirts are pretty badass. Oh, they got yeah, the, see, uh, the Muscle Man one. No, no Muscle Man shirt. Oh damn! I got the, the Muscle I, Man. I dance. got the Muscle Man shirt. Okay, I bought that. So, so. I mean, I know Rambling. I saw Rambling Rabbit and Abigail and uh, Mercy the Buzzard. I saw all the you, puppets available. One of them is a Vince puppet. Oh, the Vince Pop is available yeah. too. Do you know why the bird's name is Waylon? I thought it was Mercy no. the Buzzard. Yeah, or I'm sorry, yeah, it is Mercy. Do you know why his name is Mercy? Why is that? Because he, he stole that original Bray Wyatt gimmick from Waylon Mercy. Really? Yeah. So he, so all his puppets have like Huskers, his Husky Harris, his old like all his puppets mm-hmm. mean something in wrestling. Yeah, his sister yeah. Abby is sister Abigail and. Yeah. A rambling rabbit. I don't know what the rambling rabbit one is. Um so that's gonna lead into obviously the Hell in a Cell match. We're gonna see. I'm pretty much gonna assume we're all gonna pick Bray Wyatt to win that match on our scorecards. Not now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um we did see some more additions to the storyline with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. On both SmackDown and Raw, actually. Uh, now we're going to have Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks on next week's Raw. Now, apparently, from things that I've read, these two have real heat backstage. They don't fucking like each other at all. They sit there and compare whose butt's better? Or yes. What? And oh, hands down, Alexa Bliss wins that battle. I really? That. No, Alexa's got a better ass than fucking Sasha. But Bailey's got a better ass than both of them. I can see that. <laughs> like, yeah, I can see that. I'm uh, a black man. I'm a booty ex, but I'm a bootyologist. So um, another thing on Raw, Baron Corbin came out and had a rematch with Chad Gable. With his uh, Game of Thrones looking King of the Ring gear. Yep. Is he black. wearing like a fur coat? Yeah, all fucking hot. And just, I was like, dude. Honestly, like I said, I thank God they're doing something with Gable. Ass off you know what would be good, though, is if they, they continue this feud with Gable. And just every week he ruins his fucking gear, so he's got to get new fucking King of the Ring shit. So, by the way, I love what they're doing with Gable right now. I love the fact that they're continuing things with Gable after King of the Ring. Yeah. It's not like when Murphy got over where they just kind of dropped him off after he after they feel like yeah, he was wh- done. Yeah, what happened to him? Did he get injured or they just took him off TV? They took him off TV. Which is really shitty because everybody praised him after that Roman Reigns. And the Daniel Bryan the match. He beat Dan O'Brien. Yeah. And okay, well, we'll see you later. They dropped the ball with guys that like had, Murphy. That had to be a Vince call. Yeah, it had to be. Was again like I'm glad it's a week, at least a week or two after King of the Ring, and they're still doing something with Gable right now. I still fear for after what what they do after this, because Gable has gotten over. There's a lot of guys over the last couple months that have gotten over, and you've not done anything with them. Well, they're doing something with Ali. Ali is one of those guys that have gotten over that. No, they, they, it seems like they keep pushing this new generation, but just enough to give to you a taste and then pull them right, right back. back. Yep. But I mean, in Ali's case, Ali got injured, so I mean, that's not really the company's fault. Well, he got injured, and then after that, it's like people just get like the whole thing. Murphy got over right when he started to get another push. He's got almost like the Bob Holly kind of thing where, like, whenever you start to get over, you either get hurt or somebody's more over than you are. Yeah, but I think I think in Buddy Murphy's case, though, he's just a victim of circumstance. 
because they threw him in there to with this feud with Rowan and Daniel and he got over. No, he did, but they weren't planning on going anywhere with him after it. So he did get over, but then it's like, all right, sit on the back burner. Like that's where he was always going to go. It's not like they're like, Oh fuck you. It's like, no, you did your part. Now wait for your next part. No matter what you say, wrestling to a certain degree is still fan service. When somebody gets over, do something with them. Plot twist. Buddy Murphy is really behind Rowan and Luke Harper. Plot twist. Buddy Murphy is really the father of Maria Canellis' baby. And at that point, you've given us two other angles we can use Buddy Murphy for. And then Maria's going to have the baby and Rowan is going to eat it. Jane Snisky style. <laughs> no, she'll give birth on air to a hand. They've never done that. Never done that. Sexual chocolate style. That'd be real weird. <laughs> Can it be a black hand? Just a hand, just a hand <laughs> filled with KY. Cedric Alexander is <laughs> her baby Be searching the halls looking for Cousin It. <laughs> um, okay, so we've talked about Raw. We've talked about SmackDown. All right, hold on. We missed a few things on SmackDown, though. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, the little backstage brawl between Becky and Sasha to end SmackDown. Right at the end, yep. Becky with a little interview um, with, God, I don't even remember who Charlie. Charlie Caruso. Charlie, Charlie Caruso. Charlie Caruso. Yeah. Love, her, love Chuck. Um, I knew you were. Je- Jesse said it's going to be a baby demon. I'd be okay <laughs> with that. Fembolish it, baby daddy. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's really add some more fuel to the fire with Sasha and Becky. Well, no, at the end, Becky was left laying. I know. So, so which brings me to my question. Inside the Hell in a Cell, Becky versus Sasha, is it time for Becky to drop the belt? Hell yeah. Yeah. So Sasha wins. So, once again, one thing I keep bringing up that actually gives a little bit of her edge, it makes more sense, Sasha has experience in the cell. And if okay, so that means is the Daniel Bryan match Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns Luke Harper and Roman no, it was tag. is that inside a hell no, of no, it's tag. It's a regular tag. Oh fuck that! Yeah, they've already got two tag match. I mean, two cell matches. Nothing so else is going to drop. Becky's going to drop. Oh, that's convenient. Yep, go figure. <laughs> Honeymoon time. Yeah, and they'll be gone for a while. I can see that putting them off. Well, TV see, for they've a few already weeks. got say. Only thing they could do was maybe add one more cell match for SmackDown, and that's just to make this a legit. No, you, you already legit. have two, Honestly, and it's the main title two? and your women's main title. Like that's well, once again, that's plenty. only thing you can do for SmackDown, like just to keep SmackDown from looking like a B show, is give them at least one cell match. Have three cell matches in, on on this one pay per view. Yeah, but now here's the thing. Okay, so you got Kofi and Brock Friday. Which everybody and then Sunday, drop. if Brock wins, does Brock face somebody at Hell in the Cell, or do we just not see the WWE title at Hell in the Cell? I don't think we see a WWE title. I think we may see a six-man tag in a cell with the New Day, Randy Orton, and the Revival. See, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, But then does Kofi still have the title? I don't think Kofi still has a if title. If he doesn't have the title anymore, does it even really matter? Like, it doesn't matter, but I, I, I think because the feud they've built between the New Day and Revival, well, or Revival RK, whatever the fuck you want to call those retards. Um, the RKO. Yeah. So, whatever you call them, 
finish out that feud within Hell in a Cell because you've built that feud for almost two months at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that feud was dead after, as far as I'm, <clears throat> the feud with Randy Orton should be dead. You got disqualified at SummerSlam and you lost it at Clash Champions. That should be dead. But also, they have not closed out the Revival Orton New Day feud. Right. No, no, they haven't closed out the Revival New Day feud. Now they're just throwing Orton in it to throw Orton into it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough to say what they're going to do with the rest of Hell in a Sun. I mean, it's only a week away and we've got four matches. Four match. You got uh Brian. Yeah, we don't Reigns. have we don't have a SmackDown women's title match yet, do we? Yes, we do. Who do it? Charlotte and Bailey again? I don't think that. Oh no! You're right. No, no, no it's not. Smackdown and I don't. Match. Is it going to be Bailey and Charlotte? Is going to be? I think they they're going to base Hell to Cell around Raw, and that's the one thing I don't want them to do. Yeah, especially with the draft coming after that. You the week after, that, yeah. You think that they would be featuring both everybody? Brands. So I don't know, man. It's tough. It's a tough call because with only a week of buildup, shit, actually less than that. Yeah, we don't have tag team championship matches at all. Nope. Neither one. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to see the revival in Randy Orton versus the New Day. No, I I get that, but you haven't advertised any kind of tag team match. You haven't advertised. You haven't just shit for Fox. You haven't advertised a woman's SmackDown match. You haven't advertised a women's tag match. An IC title, which is looking like it's shaping up to be uh, Shinsuke versus Ali. Um, or, yeah, who has it? AJ has the U.S. title. Yes. See, that is how much they care about those mid-card titles. No, but, like, what? He's more of a character fan than most of us that are on this show, and he doesn't, He it took him a minute to remind him who the U.S. champion is. Right, but, like, the OC is not involved in Hell in a Cell right nope. now. So... They do have a couple matches for SmackDown on Fox, the go-home show, essentially, before. Uh, they have Becky and Charlotte. You mean versus, the premiere show? Right. Versus the premiere go-home show. This should be awesome, guys. Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey, Which they did last week on Raw. Brock and Kofi. Those and they have two. the ladder match. And the ladder match. And they also have... What, what ladder match? Kevin and Shane it has been made official for next week's SmackDown. Oh, so that's not on awesome. Nope. Another. Like, I thought. I really? thought for sure when they when he said that it was going to be they a hell in the cell. Announced that today. I read today is for SmackDown. It's for SmackDown. Yeah. For the premiere. So you're not going to have Shane and Kevin on it. You're not going to have. You're probably not going to have Bailey or Sock. Charlotte, and you're probably not going to have Kofi or Brock. Nope. Or, or a a title. Which part of they're going to base Hell to Cell around the Raw brand? But Smitty, I get it. I'm just it doesn't make any fucking sense. But there's still oh, even if you're basing it around the raw brand, there's not many more matches that you can come up with that actually make a whole lot of sense and, and you're just kind of shoving them in there. Last time checked the treat SmackDown like the beat show. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Um We got a week and a half to figure out what they're gonna do here. Let's slap together. Let's move away from WWE for a minute because it's goddamn a clusterfuck. Um, what is it not? Next week we are going to have a shit ton of wrestling. Monday we'll have Raw. 
we all know about NXT on Wednesdays. We all know about AEW premiering on uh, next Wednesday. We know about SmackDown uh, premiering next Friday. But what you don't know. What you don't know. Oh, you didn't know. Is that Impact will be debuting on Access TV starting next Tuesday. It's not going to be a live show on Tuesday. It's going to be uh, Impact Homecoming. They're going to they're gonna play that on Tuesday. Then on the 8th is going to be Rebellion. On the 15th is Slammiversary 17. On the 22nd, they're going to do an Impact special, like introducing the brand, whatever. And it's then Glory is in October. So Their first live show is October 29th. Yep, right. Before. That is smart as fuck. Yeah. Is right after about here. Is here's about, a bunch of our big shows for you guys to get acquainted with our talent, and that's right. And their first live show is right after Bound for Glory, which is we, their, their which is which is perfect. Which would be their. I mean, since, their since we're into premieres, that would be their season premiere. Yep. Um, that's not bad. And is two hundred five live still on Tuesdays? Then two hundred five live is officially moving to Friday nights at ten. Oh, so uh, that puts so them. I'm all, still not so, going to watch um, it. <laughs> also, Friday. Also, think. Also, think about Friday or was it Friday or Saturday? Where um, Wow and Wow and New Japan are also on Axis. Let me tell you how excited Allie is for this new wrestling schedule. Oh, I know my girl is too. She's writing it all down and fucking flipping me off. Uh, I was time. like, Hey, guess what happens next week? She, what? I go Monday, Wednesday, or what was it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday? She goes, What? I go wrestling. Just yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, get her in a while because I think she'll probably. Well, no, but he, here's that. here's the here's the cool part about us moving to Sundays mm-hmm. is I don't have to make sure I watch Raw and SmackDown before I come in on Wednesday. Right. I could literally wake up Saturday morning and catch up on all of it. On all of it. Yeah, you go, you're goddamn. But then I can't talk to you fuckers during the week because shit will be spoiled. Exactly. <laughs> or go on social media. Yeah, well, that's that's easier than not checking our chat. Um, <laughs> okay, so AW is AW is going to be debuting next Wednesday. There's been a couple matches that have been announced for that already. Um, what were they? Let's see. We you got, got the M- uh, Elite versus. M- I, I got it all written all right, down. I got gotcha. it all. We got <laughs> MJF and Brandon Cutler, uh, Nyla Rose and Rio for the first ever AW Women's Champion. Can we talk about that real quick? Because oh, hold on, okay. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega against the newly crowned AEW World Champion Chris Jericho and two mystery partners, LAX. Um, Cody, you Rhodes, mean PNP? Sorry, PNP. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, John Mockley, Ma- John Mockley, John Mockley, John Mockley, John Moxley is going to be there. Adam Page versus Pac. Uh, that's next Wednesday. TNT, 8 o'clock. There's going to be replays of this. I saw at least four or five different replays throughout the week on TNT, TBS. Uh, I want to say True TV is going to be replaying. True TV because the they're on that same uh, yep. network. Um, so, okay. Now, Smitty, go ahead. Nyla Rose and Rijo. So the Nyla Rose Rijo thing, um, last week when they had the whole Fatal 4 away for number one contenders, when they you said- You guys look like Siamese twins on camera right now. So I, I was watching. So uh, before before this match came came about, I was reading on social media, and it said in two weeks, the winner of this match gets to go at um, Shayna Baszler for the women's side. I'm like, what? So uh, on social social media announced. Okay, okay. Last week, 
that the winner of Fatal Four Way get Shayna Baszler in two weeks. And no I'm like, way. No, they didn't announce in two weeks. They just said they get a shot. No, at no, no. Nyla Rose and Riho from AEW. There, there goes my Shayna point. Shayna Baszler. No, the winner of the Fatal Four Way at NXT last week. Uh-huh. They said in two weeks. So on social media, it said two weeks. It didn't say future. It said two yeah. weeks. Uh-huh. And that just happens to coincide with we talked AEW. About this last week. I wasn't here last week. Well, then maybe you should show up. We, we, we I'm poor, nigga. Well, listen, I'm never here either. We don't go in the past for me, so you don't get any special treatment. I don't care what color you are. But you're, you're not talking <sighs> about Candace, Candace LeRae and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Candace LeRae and Shayna Baszler. It's, it's counter, it's like, they literally oh, set up the counter program. The same line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you need me to saying. translate for you yeah. so you can understand him? <laughs> oh, because I said pants instead of pussies on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, Saying that it's comparable to what NXT is. Oh uh, no, it was one hundred percent a counter program yeah. to what they're doing for their for their not our show. Yeah, Candice LeRae is a very over woman inside the NXT on NXT brand. Shayna Baszler is the champion, and she's a dominant champion. Them putting that women's match on the same night as AEW's inaugural women's championship. It was kind of like it was surely pure counter programming at that point. Okay, so Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae or Nyla Rose versus Rio. Which one would you rather see? Honestly, and I, I won't even lie to you because I want to be optimistic about AEW, but I would rather see LeRae versus uh, Baszler. Yeah, I'd rather see LeRae versus Baszler. Because honestly, I really feel that like AEW is going to pull the publicity stunt of letting I do too. a trans man, one whatever fuck you want to call it, him, her, it, whatever. No, that's what she is—a trans woman. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever you call it, like that's what she is. Ah, fuck it. I'm not as sensitive as all the fuck you rest in pussies. So, um, see, see, what when he, see what happens when he's drunk. It goes from pansies to pussies. <laughs> I'm not as sensitive as you pussies, but um. <laughs> Flower, uh, flowers to fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not as sensitive as like, but this is going to be a fuck up. I feel like AEW is going to pull a publicity stunt. Just that we're different. We're going to put our women's title on a man. Okay, so I think that's fucked up. Here's why I think it's fucked up. It's a good thing Joe's not here because he would be livid right now. I would have agreed with you if we didn't go to StarCast. After watching that women's panel on StarCast, Nyla Rose, they should give her a microphone more often. Mm -hmm. She is actually really good on the mic. She, (laughs) the only thing that gets me is everyone at the convention was talking how good of a wrestler she was. And I was like, she's not that good. She's not that good at all. But she is very good. good. So I could see her like as a champion if they gave her the mic more. Plus, she'd be a great heel champion to like just kick it off. Like she would be the first ever, and then you move on and get away from it. Well, if that's the case, give her mic. You should have given her mic way more time than this going I, into this. You know, I agree with you, but it's a little different with AEW before they go live on TV because the only people you hear from all the time are like the being the. You have to follow the YouTube channels, and Nyla Rose isn't really on those unless it's like Brandy Rose talking about the women's division. Right. So there hasn't really been an outlet for it's her elite, to be MJF, Now, yes, yeah, she Guevara. could be like every other one of those superstars and do her own thing on social media. 
which well, probably wouldn't future. have hurt her cause at all. But she doesn't really have a platform right now. So when we go to TV, if she does become the first women's champion of AEW, then maybe they'll give her a microphone and we're going to come back here in like three months and space and be like, you know what? Now that was really good on the microphone. Like, uh-huh. yeah. What the funny is I watched some of the interviews from Starcast and stuff and all that good stuff. And I realized he is good on the microphone. But I'm once again, I'm looking, I'm not looking at things through like I always look at things from a broader perspective because I watch so much wrestling. But then once again, I still have to look at things through a casual viewer's perspective. But a casual points. viewer wouldn't even know that she's a transgender. Yes, they would, because one thing they, they all the one thing that brought Nyla Rose to the her to fucking the, dick. <laughs> no, the one thing that brought but, Nyla Rose to the forefront is the fact that the the AEW literally promoted we have promoted the first first transgender woman in professional wrestling. Right. Which is why we know about it. The casual flan, fan, the guy flipping through the channels that turns it on, unless they literally say it on commentary, he's not going to know. He's just like, well, it's a huge bitch. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, that's it. Like, the casual fan is not going to know. We, we know because we follow the announcements and the press conferences and all that shit. But the casual fl- fan that's just flipping through channels is never going to know unless they're told. Or I mean, they might have some suspicion because yeah. she looks a little bit bigger. But- and I threw a picture of Aja Kong, Awesome Kong, and I rose all three next to each other. And they're all big women. That Okay. Well, and to Z's point, the average guy period is just going to be like like you said that's a huge bitch but, right. they're not going to think about well can i see her adam's apple in there uh, uh no right. it's, just, it's a big fucking chick like so. is that is that her clit hanging down the side of her shorts <laughs> no or? damn um my thing is you know okay cool good for transgender people i'm all about that kind of equality do what you got to do live your best life as whatever you want to be that's fine with me but it seems too predictable, and that's what AEW is trying not to do: is be predictable. So you believe Rio not... may win? I don't. I don't think she will. I think Nyla is going to win, and I, for that reason, I don't want her to win. Should she be the champion? So you don't line? want sure. her to win because because you know, it's too because you know she's predictability. Going to win? Yeah. Well, have we on the sh- have we on the show said sometimes predictability is good? Long it is the journey there. Chris, that, that was always Chris's point was that or Orlando's point was that it's wrestling. It's predetermined. So a yeah. lot of times we already know what's going to happen, but it's the the journey, the story yeah. to getting me from point A to point B is what you have to you have to suspend your disbelief. It's I, like being a man that loves pussy, but still loves legs more. But love the what I don't understand is all these all these wrestling fans, right, are griping about. Nyla Nyla Rose being a transgender uh, female and winning the title, but the whole concept of wrestling is suspending your disbelief. So why is it so hard for you to believe that she could be champion? That's a good point. I don't think it's at that point you're not you're you're not disuspending belief. You're just saying like this is an uh, this is obvious this is evident truth. She. Well, this is at well, one point was a man. I she wanna, still has the strength of a man. She still has the physical prowess of a man in a women's division. It's at that point you're not spending disbelief. You're actually just going into evident truths. We had this conversation at one point, like, oh, even the best MMA women's fighter could she stand up to a man fighter in her same weight class? 
that's a little different. That's actual fighting. This is like predetermined. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying wrestling is is fake, but it's predetermined and it's choreographed. You know what you're going to do before you do it. So you cannot compare the two sports as far now you can compare them as far as what is believable. But as far as like what actually goes on, yes. A, a trans person that became a woman that wants to fight women in the octagon I don't know about that because that's the octagon and they're actually fucking hitting each other. Whereas wrestling is an art form. That's why you, that's why in wrestling you get intergender matches. Whereas in UFC, they never, not everywhere. Okay. But but it it happens. You see it. We saw one over Starcast weekend or we were going to, but my point is it's again, wrestling. You're suspending your disbelief. Like you're, you're buying in. You let you have to have, you have to have an imagination at least to enjoy it. So I don't understand why like you have such a problem with it and you can't compare it to other combat sports where they actually hit each other full force. Jesse said as a casual, casual watch of wrestling, I didn't know she was trans. I did think she was a huge bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Point and case, everybody. (laughs) It's a huge bitch. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we can be done with that. We've all got our opinions on that and the thoughts and views expressed. I I have nothing against Nyla Rose. I really have nothing against Nyla Rose. I don't really either. I really don't. I just want to, I guess I just, if she wins, I'm not mad about it. But I just feel like it's way too early in the game for AEW to be showing these. She should chase it for a little while. Let the casual fan learn that story of her transgender. Use it to your advantage. But like to the average Joe that's going to tune in next week that may not have watched Double or Nothing, Fighter Fest, whatever, 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 and just now knows of Nyla Rose, they may not buy into that. I, I, I'm, I could be very, but also, very well be wrong. But. As a trans woman, she's not going to be want to rec- want to be recognized as the first ever transgender women's champion. She's just going to want to be known as the, the first women's. women's champion. That's true. And also, that is true. You're talking about having people chase. What's better than having Nyla Rose win it? Everyone's already mad that she's going to win it. So yeah. fuck it. Give it to her anyway. Give her the mic. Turn her heel and ha- and build your baby face that way. Yeah. No, so, that's a good uh, point. So to to that point. I'm gonna I'm gonna give kudos to AEW for putting controversy around this title. Mm-hmm. Like I to like I say I, I may want to see Candice Ray versus Shayna Baszler more on Wednesday, but I'm also to the point where it's like there's so much controversy around the AEW women's title going into their premiere. You still want to watch that, motherfucker? Yeah. I just realized no matter what, on Wednesday, I'm going to be up to like midnight watching wrestling. Yep. Probably even later than that. Fuck that. But, uh, but uh, am I, am I, am so. I, but, uh, Z, am I right? The intrigue around the whole concept of the AEW women's title gives you interest in it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I really don't care who wins that match. I'm just saying your point of why you don't want her to win the match is kind of barbaric. I can't I didn't believe say, I, I didn't. That. I, I didn't say I didn't want her to win. I said I would. You, you basically you were like, if she wins, I'm gonna be pissed. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. That, I'm not. I'm not 100 in Joe's wheelhouse. I would not. I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't. I would not rather prefer Rio win. I I actually would, 
but I would not be pissed if neither won. That's my whole point. Okay. Um. So again, let's let's move on from that because we <laughs> we don't have very much more time. We're moving on to, from chicks with dicks. We're gonna cut it a little short. Um, wow! Right after I say chicks with dicks, you're talking about circumcising her. Good job, buddy. <laughs> so is she Jewish? It's not a circumcision if they cut the whole damn thing off. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget Smitty's meats tonight. Promo code rape. Um, so, ouch! With AEW coming to broadcast TV next week, Wednesday Night Wars. Warner Media's Brett Wheats is reporting, and it was from The Wrap, which is a website that talks about entertainment, TV news, sports, that kind of thing. Um, they're currently in talks with AEW officials about doing a studio show. Uh, AEW Executive Vice President Cody Rhodes recently revealed that the company is considering a third hour of weekly content, which could air on Bleacher Report Live. Like Cody, being the elite? <laughs> Cody didn't confirm, but it was speculated that this third hour would be in-ring content. Now it looks like this third hour could be an AEW studio show. With that being said, later on this afternoon, it was confirmed that AEW Plus subscriptions are going to debuting exclusively on Fight TV. So in available countries for $4.99 a month, you'll be able to watch AEW Dynamite on the weekly basis Live. Live. Because they can't do a, a live feed for free, so they have to charge something due to the ads or whatever. As well as exclusive programming, including behind-the-scenes footage. There will also be a weekly a la carte option for $2.99 more that provides even more options for consumers. Oh, see, what, what, I, fight. what I read was you could get the four ninety nine subscription or pay uh, two ninety nine per episode. Which is dumb not to get the the right. subscription at that point. Well, well, that's kind of way Bleach Report kind of works anyway. You could pay like two ninety nine per whatever and whatever per prescription. So right, or is that Fight TV we talking about? We're no, talking Bleach about Report TV. you can do that too. Okay, so but we're, I, I, we're, the Bleach we're Report, talking about Fight TV, right. but you can do it on both. Oh, so I, oh okay. So no, so I just with so, that being said, I have Bleach Report. That's why to me that says AW is getting into streaming services right off rip. Well, they have to at this point because Impact has one, WWE has one, New Japan has one. Yeah, but they don't have. Ring of Honor has one. Not as big. They don't have their own, and it sounds like right now they're only doing it so they can reach out to the fans across the world because on their current platform, not everybody gets it. Right, but But that's a start. That's my point. Well, and they're they're making it cost costly for yeah. Everybody, so well, yeah, but that's my point. Like, just like everybody, all the major places have a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. AW being a new place, they don't have that platform. So, using Bleach Report and Fight TV is a good is a good way to keep keep yes. them in the game with Which, streaming services. It's actually kind of weird that they don't because with all this, with all the the build and everything they do via like YouTube and stuff. Like it, it's surprising. They don't have some kind of streaming network in the, in the, in the works. Right. I think they probably do have something like that in the works, but nothing is set in stone. They don't have all the paperwork and I guess they probably want to see if and this eyes is gonna, to, yeah. you know, say sink or swim first and then, right. You know, come with the network. Okay. So with that being said, 
with them piggybacking off of Fight TV and Bleacher Report Live, how long does it take for AEW to get their own streaming service running it themselves? No need for Fight TV or Bleacher Report. Year and a half, too. Z? Yeah, that's... I'm, I'm thinking if they have a successful year, they start... They, they, I mean, I'm going to be completely... Okay, so they probably already have some kind of workup yeah, some of, layout. of what they want to do, but they're not going to release it until they know they're successful enough to release it. Mm-hmm. So I would say they have to do good numbers for about a year before they even think about it, so about two years. Okay. That's a, I said year and a half, two for the same thing. I think they probably have it, like, because everybody already has that format. I mean, because look, even the viewing numbers for All Out were down compared to Double or Nothing. So yeah. you got to kind of you got to kind of let the high and the low come in and kind of see where your median is and mm-hmm. go from there. So with that oh, being said, right you're paying for the WWE Network. Are you going to pay for AEW too? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I would because, like, honestly, outside of the fact that next week, well, ne- with the next two weeks, I will be paying for the whole WWE Network because. I finally got a chance to glimpse at it because my cousin bought it. I mean, the where I'm at right now, I might cancel my WWE network. I can yeah. watch all my wrestling on Hulu, even the second hour, uh, the second hour of NXT when watching it on replay jumps right into the second hour. You uh, don't have no, to switch over to the network. It's on Hulu. So no, no Hulu yeah. and Hulu okay. plays both, both both hours. Yeah, so it it literally it so it played both hours. Uh, when I watched it back on Hulu, you know how like. They show Roddy at the top of the stage, and then it does the little like sign off thing. Yeah. It doesn't do that on Hulu. It jumps right to the next match, and I mean it oh. literally like it jumps right to, to the next match. Two. Um, and then we watch all the pay per views of B Dubs. <laughs> so <laughs> I really don't need it. Um, do Ooh. you find yourself missing out on anything when you see Raw or SmackDown, like the condensed versions? Oh, Hulu, yes, Raw a lot. All right, so I you missed about I, record, hour I have the Hulu with the live. I have the Hulu live, no ads, advanced DVR. What I signed up for the bundle when it was real cheap. Oh, so you signed up for it was like sixty bucks. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like about sixty bucks. Uh, a little bit more because I added some other add-ons, whatever. So yeah, it's about like sixty that, bucks. Yeah. But I record the live version, okay. and then I just watch the live version back. Gotcha. So I don't ever – I mean, there are times I catch it, but I come on the show and we don't talk about anything I missed. So yeah. I assume I didn't miss much. Okay. But somebody who watched has – I just have basic Hulu with no ads, which is like 12, 13 bucks. I watch condensed version. is like they take it down like two, maybe two and a half hours. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff I missed. When I, when I first started doing it, I realized there was a lot of the stuff I missed going on the show. condensed version of both shows is an hour and a half. Uh, sometimes it's two. Depending oh on no, it's on. not. It's an hour and a half. They condemn. Like if you go on Hulu, like Raw airs Monday night. If you go on Hulu at six a.m. Tuesday when that new episode hits on Hulu, it's an hour and a half. Well, you going back to my point. There's a lot of stuff that when I start doing it that way, there's a lot of stuff I missed. So I had to go start going to YouTube and going to third party platforms to find out what I missed. Yeah, because you kept missing like the fashion police. Shit, I right? missed a lot yep. of fashion police stuff, and I missed uh, the first two Firefly Fun Houses. Damn. So, which that's another bullshit thing, and I, 
So NXT goes on air, like goes live, and they totally just killed the Tyler Breeze Fandango versus the Forgotten Sons. Like that was like the biggest feud leading up to like the premiere. And then I haven't seen it on either uh, week. I feel really? like I feel like they just kind of they rushed to close that one because they, they didn't had close some, it though. They yeah. they were supposed to have a match and then it went live. They never closed out that feud and they haven't done anything. I with think it since. I, I think right now I think once they go live to the two hours after this whole um was Mr. Robot whatever the fuck sh- the show oh uh, suits after suits yeah, is the done finals tonight guys I gotta get home and watch it. So uh <laughs> once the whole suits thing is I think they're gonna go ahead and try to carry on some of that. So are the so, is that the plan? Like next Wednesday, they're live for two hours. Two hours. Yep. On USA. Yep. yep. On USA. It was only so, because of suits. Because of suits. So, That's the reason. Let's get our feelers out there, so that way when they go live, we're already kind of established. What fucking pricks. Yeah. Good job though. <laughs> All right, so oh, no, with, so with, thing we, we talked about that already. With that being said, this will be the last thing that we're gonna go. You keep saying that we're still. I here. know. But I I really want to talk about this. This was because as soon as I said this before the show, it piqued both your interests. Oversaturation of wrestling. Is there such a thing right now? Because starting next week, I counted it out. At most, you're looking at 13 to 15 hours a week. More than that. That's a bullshit lie. You that. throw in no. a takeover and like a, that's a big I'm, four. That's, so you're that's 13 16, hours right there. 16, 17 and I'm talking, hours. I'm talking more, more. I'm talking. That's being bullshit on that because like there's more shit than that because like access and all demand I'm, services. I'm talking about. No, he's talking, talking about weekly program. Broadcast TV. Three hours for Raw. Two hours for Impact. Two hours for NXT. Two hours for AEW. Two hours for SmackDown. That right there is nine hours. Okay, no. At that point, what access, don't, what's uh, impact going to access? You have an hour of WoW. You have an hour of New Japan, which is I'm awesome. I'm talking about okay, just but we're talking network television, network, TV. TV shit, okay. like casual. Okay, Hold on. stop. Because like, at that point, where is impact going? I'm not talking about the shit you watch. I'm talking no, about like, access television. I'm talking about just me as Joe fan. I got three hours of Raw, then two hours of impact. Two hours of NXT, two hours of AEW, two hours of SmackDown Live. That's eleven hours. Eleven hours, no pay per views. Then so you're now about throw in three hours takeover. Fourteen so plus three hours of a WWE pay per view. If it's six. not a, if it's a big four, it could start <laughs> at six and end at midnight. Okay, 18, if, you, if, you, if you want to include hours. Impact, if you want to talk about Impact, Impact. Pay per views are usually on Saturdays, and they usually run about two or three hours as well. Okay, yeah, and so then, you're not even thinking about and that. Then, and then hold on, and then if you do a crossover where AEW and NXT are on the same Saturday, or even Impact, add another three, four hours to so the mix. So you're talking somewhere between 20, damn near twenty hours, twenty and thirty hours of wrestling in one week. And there's going to be, I would say, at least ten weeks out of the year that you'll hit thirty hours. We need we need more sponsors. People pay us to do this, please. <laughs> is that is there such thing as too much? Okay, Smitty, I have a uh, so my opinion on that is like there is a thing as too much, but there's also a fact like where we do this to where we are sometimes feel obligated to kind of watch as much as we can, kind of obligated to watch. But there's also like say the casual fan where you could pick and choose what you want to watch. There's so much out there. I watch a lot of wrestling. I've been watching Impact for the, for a while for a long time. I've watched Ring of Honor for a while. I've I dip I dip and dab out of New Japan. 
I watch WWE. He dabs. He dabs. But there's a lot of wrestling out there. And I put a post on our page with the schedule of wrestling that's coming out. And it's just, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Because you can pick and choose what you want to watch. Pick and choose what you like. Pick okay. and choose what is the best. I agree with him that it is a great time to be a wrestling fan. It is a horrible time to be a wrestling podcast or a wrestling reporter <laughs> or a wrestling writer. Like, and y- you do bring up a very good point. As a fan, if I can just sit at home and watch whatever, whatever, whenever I want to, this is great. I have so many different options. Oh, I don't yep. like this. I can go to the next one. But with us doing this, I you, well, yeah. you feel obligated to at least, at Why, the very least, read the cliff notes so you, you come on air and try and act like you know what you're talking about. But it's approaching the number of hours I spend working. Yeah. I mean, you're oh, yeah. out wrestling and I got a 40-hour week doing this while a 40-hour week doing that. I'm lucky if I spend that much Honestly, time at home away from work a week. On our show, I right. think we I you think know. we can break down certain things to certain people That's, as yeah. correspondents. And you're absolutely right. I pick NXT. You guys figure out the rest. I'll do Impact <laughs> myself. Okay, so think about this. I'm... Uh, Fuck you, but I love NXT. Not, not a noob wrestling fan, but I'm somebody that's getting back into it. I think of it like I go to Baskin Robbins, and they've got 30 fucking flavors, and I'm like... Oh, 31. 31. 31. <laughs> sorry. And I'm like, you know what? Smitty. Fuck it. Just give me chocolate. Am I gonna? Are you gonna see people that are like, "Wow, I have all these options. This is great." But you know, oh what? yes, it's going to be that person. That's Hold on, too Hold much. On. I just want. First of all, you always got to go with the swirl. Swirl, yeah. Where it's okay, at. sure. <laughs> Which would be WWE NXT. Um, but no, you you have a very good point there because you have so many options that you're like, "Oh, this is overwhelming." Just give me just that. give me what I know. Give what you know. That, but but a lot of people know the attitude error that's why like we get all this nostalgia pop for like stone cold coming back or the undertaker coming back or i mean the season premiere of raw is gonna have flair and hogan yeah i don't even care at this point like i mean don't get me wrong like two of the biggest icons ever in the industry but i don't care yeah i really don't care well also to that point like you also have those jaded Fans that have watched WWE for so long, they've been looking for alternative. Joe, and now the alternative, yeah. and now the alternative is out there and in the open. Yep. All right, I've watched WWE since the late '80s, literally since I was born. And then one, once I got into wrestling, I went back. Like I like you know you start here and you're like oh you, you Coliseum video and chill. Mm-hmm. Like I went back and I I'm a bit of a wrestling historian. And I like like what's going on, and it's creating a lot of opportunities for people that wouldn't have opportunities other than getting the exposure going from town to town. Like People can actually get on TV now much easier because there are many different options of wrestling companies. Yeah. But again, NWA is actually going to be one of those big ones. It is a bit overwhelming. And with all this wrestling, you have to assume – that okay, this is business. So there's you know, five okay. different brands right now. Um, big brands. Not the, the big yeah, brands yeah. There's four. five different brands. Do you four. got to imagine well, five, yeah. two and a half of those are gonna fail? Yeah. Uh no, maybe one and a half. 
because one. I'm, I'm just going one with is the across standard fifty percent. Okay. Now, right today, no, but in a year or two from now, it's quite possible. Like I say, you and know, you forgot two hundred five live, so that's yeah. another fucking hour. Fuck, man. All and right. so, what? Once again, the whole rule about two hundred five is like depending on how two hundred five does over the next couple months, they may be infusing with NXT. Sure. So you, that's the reason I didn't bring them up. <laughs> Another hour for UK. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is that one not journey. The bottom yeah. line is there's as much wrestling out there starting next week as there is for my outside work life when I'm not sleeping. It's a great thing, but it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. I won't. I, I'll be quite honest. I won't be able to keep up with it every single week. Not. When I'm you're getting married in February, and, and I'm already looking forward to my divorce because of wrestling. When you get like, married, it's literally going to be like the end of my relationship. If there is a pay per view no, on the day you get married, like an NXT takeover or something, we like would. That, I have a show to make sure that you have a big fucking screen up. Already got it handled. Okay. Cool, <laughs> with that being no, said, uh, shout out to uh, Trevor Kellyum. Is that Kellyum? Kellum in Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, we got some. We got my Tennessee niggas got out those here. Southern motherfuckers. We got down some southern niggas out here. Like, we got them southern niggas out here. How you doing? All right. Anyway, what it is? We're gonna go. Uh, you can catch us next Sunday, October the sixth, eleven a.m. Same spot you always do. We're not same be BDR time. That's same right. BDR. No, we're not. Only different. We're not a BDR <laughs> time either, dude. We're eleven to one. We will not be here next week. Um, because this is our last Wednesday show. So can next... we give a, a a little small eulogy for our Wednesday spot? Oh shit! <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what? I was there. Let's give us like a a quick thirty second eulogy. But now he goes like, "Hold oh. on," <laughs> for our Wednesday spot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm glad we called you all here today because today oh, black preach- I want is the black day. Shit. <clears throat> oh, remember pull pull a slick Rick. I just want to do black preacher for this one. Can I do Black Preacher? And I am the thunder. And I will be talking on Sundays. And uh, with our new move to Sunday from 11 to 1, 11 a.m. I'm talking 11, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sunday. We, the BDR cast... We will be moving. And now, I, Reverend Brother Jackson Smitty, will be giving us a toast. Now, we shall, for our last Wednesday, we're doing a shot to our move to Sundays. Here's to everybody reaching out to us on Sunday, starting October 6th. October yeah, 6th. Sundays, we can only have bread and wine, so we got to do whiskey now. That's right. Fuck that. I ain't going to church in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's listening. All right. Cheers. Shit. My mom and my grandmother, apparently. <laughs> We'd like to thank everybody for listening tonight. Final Wednesday show. Check us out Sunday, October 6th, 11 o'clock. Show up to B-dubs. That same night for the Hell in a Cell viewing party, we'll be there. No cover, family friendly. Six o'clock at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Rings downtown Detroit specials. on Randolph Street. Smitty's going to be there with all the meat. We are in the Reverend. That's that's uh, R, the number four P E. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
We are your ring crew. Uh, Z, Z I, I like transgenders and I don't rape people. So. <laughs> the Reverend SMI Double TY Smitey. And the all Nikki one. I was honestly hoping you would go back to the the Nickashay one. I change it up every week. Yeah, I know. But, oh, my Nicka. But, but <laughs> I, I've, I've been waiting for you to use the Nickashay one again. I'm going to call him my Nicka. I say, one and say, only. I'll say one day he's going to point at me and go, my Nicka. <laughs> I want to, but I don't know what the repercussions could be with that if I call myself. and No, you know. I'm calling you it. Okay. So. Well, it's two C's, so you're fine. Nicka? As long as there's not an ER in there, you're, I mean, you're pretty solid. As long as he's holding out of trouble. The... Your friendly neighborhood, Nicka. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we are out. I approve. <laughs>